0: السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى قال تبارك وتعالى إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina wa Mawlana Muhammadin wa ala ali Sayyidina wa Mawlana Muhammadin wa Salim. Respected ulama al-kiram, respected elders and brothers in Islam. Many people want to know what a person is going to speak about at the time of Jumu'ah. So very often we hear about current affairs. You know, the ulama must speak about current affairs. So one day I record as that Mulana Yunus Batir Rahmatullah Ali commenting on this issue. He said that, why don't we consider the what current our Iman is in? We want to hear current affairs, that's in its place, and we have to relate the current affairs to what is happening around us. But what about the state of, of the, the, the Imani current within us? A very relevant and a very pertinent point from one of our very senior elders and mashayir. So currently we know that the Ummah is going through much strife, and I do not want to discuss... The issues in Turkey, etc. I do not want to discuss the issues that have taken place in Turkey. I think everyone knows about it. And you may have heard about it last week as well. But the ibrah and the lesson that we need to take from it. That in hundred seconds, for hundreds of thousands of people's lives changed forever. Never to go back to where it was. And we say that we have been in the city of Gaziantep. We have spent ten years portion of the year. For 10 years we have spent in the city of Gaziantep when we do relief work within Syria and Turkey itself. A most beautiful city, alhamdulillah. Much more beautiful than our city we can see. Clean, up-to-date as they say. And in that 100 seconds this whole city has been turned upside down. Everything happens with the permission and the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nobody can prevent it. Whether we say it's this technology or that technology, everything is within the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then we come into our country, many of us may be aware that there are currently a lot of flood hit areas. And the town of Standerton, we just got a report this morning, that there is no Jummah in the town of Standerton. Because the Masjid has been flooded, the Jamia Masjid of Standerton. And many areas are experiencing excessive rain, etc. So we see these natural catastrophes, these difficulties befalling us globally. And there's lessons for us to learn from this here. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the condition of the Muslim ummah wherever they are. Allah ta'ala make it easy for Muslims, non-Muslims alike also. They also suffer the same consequences. Allah ta'ala is the plight of humanity. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala take His anger away from us. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us a topic to make Ruju ila Allah, Inabat ila Allah, come back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Coming to our topic proper, this topic is for myself, for my own Islah, and for my own Reformation. And I was thinking of something very current to speak about. And that is something which we take as something very, you know, mundane, or something so common, or something so irrelevant. And, but that is something so important, so foundational, that it really defines who we are. And that is al-ikhlas, intention, sincerity of intention. وَمَا أُمِرُوا إِلَّا اللَّهَ mukhlisina لَهُ الدِّينَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the issue of if sincerity in our good deeds. He commanded the Anbiya. And that, وَمَا أُمِرُوا إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُ اللَّهَ إِلَّا mukhlisina لَهُ الدِّينَ That whatever we do, whatever that we do, let us do it sincerely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's something that we need a reality check all the time. So many ayat of the Quran Sharif speak about sincerity. And sincerity is not something mundane, it's not something small, it's something foundational, that everything we do in our lives, there has to be an intention, a sincere intention behind it. Anything we do. That we have to check, before we do something, we have to check our intention. While we're doing it, we have to check our intention. And most importantly, after we complete something, we have to check our intention. Manja'a bin Hassanati that when we come to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then when we come with our deeds, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will only accept those deeds which are done with sincerity, with absolute sincerity. Imam Bukhari Rahimahullah has mentioned in the opening of his Bukhari Sharif in his Sahih, the first ayat. And perhaps every one of us know this ayat this this hadith of the Prophet. Every one of us has heard it over and over again even those of us who are not very conversant with Arabic, even we know this hadith of the Prophet ﷺ, oh, كما قال صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ That actions, very very simply translated, actions will be judged according to our intentions, and we will be recompensed as for our intention. And so many muhadithoon, they started their kitabs, their kutub, with this uh, with this hadith of the Prophet ﷺ. And what was the reason for bringing this hadith right in front, generally in the Bukhari dars, we hear the last hadith in the Jalsas, in the khatm Bukhari, we hear the last hadith of Bukhari Sharif about the virtues of those three, three of those kalimatani habibatan, of those simple words, but so weighty on the scale. But we do not hear about the first hadith in generally. So the first hadith, so many muhadithun brought in, why? is to remind every person, the person compiling that kitab, the person writing that kitab, the person publishing that kitab, the person teaching that kitab, the person learning that kitab, the student, the teacher, that let me put my intention in order. So everything we do, let us bring our intention in order. Let us check and recheck and recheck our intention. Because our intentions are in reality who we are really. Our intentions will either be the source of our elevation or our downfall. In the hadith we learn so many times from Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa That a person, the first three people on the day of Qiyamah, the first three people will be flung into the fire of Jahannam. Who will these first three people be? Those will be three people who will be doing good deeds, who have done good deeds. The first one will be a person who is very proficient in the Qur'an i Qari A Qari'ul Qur'an. A person who is an expert in the Quran and Majeed. How he recites it. How he conducts it. The second person will be a person who is a Mujahid. Who is a Shaheed. Who has given his life in the path of Allah. Good action. And the third person will be that person. A very Sakhi person. A very generous person. Who spent in the path of Allah. Who spent in the right avenues. All three people will be called in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All three people will be questioned the same way, that who did you do this? Who did you recite the Qur'an Sharif for? Who did you give charity for? Who did you give life, your life for? Who did you sacrifice your life for? All three people will reply in the affirmative, that, Allah, for you we did it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will belie all three of them, that all of you are lying. You did it for the sake of name and fame. You You did it for the sake of people praising you and all three will be flung into the fire of Jahannam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. Nabi sallallahu alayhi Wasallam, he mentioned regarding his ummah, that he feared shirk for his ummah. Sahaba were astonished, Ya Rasulullah, will, will this ummah go back to shirk? Per se, they will not go back to shirk. But what kind of shirk they'll go back? He feared the lesser shirk, that is doing actions without sincerity, to show people, to impress people. And this is something that we have to remove from within ourselves all the time that I need to check that I'm doing this only and solely for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A person asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Mal Iman Mal Iman What is Iman? Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said Al ikhlas. Iman is sincerity. It's being sincere. I'm doing this solely Lilla Lilla Lilla. I'm doing it solely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if we look into the lives of our Kabir, then we will see these, this, this quality of sincerity that permeated every part of their body. If we look at the very recent elders of ours, Sayyid Ismail Shahid Rahimahullah passed away in 1831. And once he gave a khutbah, he gave a bayan in the Jamia Masjid of Delhi, which is a very, very big masjid, a very famous masjid of Delhi, the Jamia Masjid. And he was a known orator. For hours he spoke. For hours he spoke. And just after he had terminated that talk of his, of so many hours, such oratory, such skill, such delivery, and a villager just comes in at that time. And he says, I missed the talk. I missed the talk of Ismail Shaheed. So he says, I, I am Ismail Shaheed. That's me. And on the steps of the Jamia Masjid of Delhi, on the steps, he repeated the entire bayan for this one Dehati for this one villager. Somebody asked him, that you repeated a talk of so many hours for just one person, that to a person of not so much of prominence, a villager. He says, the first time I spoke, it was for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the second time I spoke, it was for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We know the stories of our recent, our Akabirun of this country, Hazrat Molana Yunus Patel rahimahullah, that so often he mentioned it himself, and we've heard it so many times from him, that he was serving the Midlands area. He was the only alim in that area. And Hazrat Mulana was one of the first people, one of the first ulama to speak English, give talks in English. And there were some travelers who were traveling past the Midlands, And they stopped at the masjid. Not sure it was Hawik or Moirabah, one of them perhaps. And they heard his talk from Johannesburg. These people heard his talk. And when they were so impressed with his talk, so they invited him, that why don't you come and become the imam of the masjid, wherever in in, in the Transvaal then. And we will triple your salary. We will triple your salary. Hazrat Mawlana, Rahimahullah, Nawarallahu marqadahu. What did he reply? that I am the only person in this Midlands area, I am the only Alim serving in this Midlands area. While your offer is lucrative, and he was appreciative of it also, he says, but I cannot leave this area, who will be there to serve the deen of Allah? Oh. Hazrat oh. Maulana Qasim, Muhammad Seema, Rahimahullah, our principal of Darul Newcastle, one of the pioneer ulama of this country, senior akabir of this country. For those who do not know, Hazrat Maulana was the first person to translate the Quran Sharif into the Zulu language. Hazrat Maulana <laughs> was an icon, he was a giant, unknown. And when the Orient Islamic Institute was formed in 1959, at that time, he was invited by Hazrat Maulana Abdullah Umarji, that leave Washbank, Northern Natal, and you need, we need your services here in, in this Orient Institute to serve as the head of the Islamic department. So what was his response to Hazrat Maulana? That I'm the only person here. At that, pers- at that he also who was earning at that time approximately 200, I'm not sure whether the currency was pound or rand, I don't know what it was in 1959. But nonetheless, he was offered 600, that come away to Durban. And he also immediately refused, that I'm the only alim serving the whole of northern Natal. If I leave from here, who will be here to serve the people of this area? What qurbani, what sacrifices, what sincerity that they, they serve the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hazrat Maulana Abdul Haqq Umarji, rahimahullah, one of our very senior, pious predecessors, well known to many people here. Once he was invited to a talk to Ladysmith. And he went, he, he hired a taxi to go to Ladysmith. He went at his own cost. And there he spent the weekend, he was giving waaz, they should call it at that time, we say bayans. And he, he spoke. And the family that invited him was so impressed with his talk that they gave him a gift. The the gift was equivalent to his whole year's salary. His whole year's salary. Immediately he declined the gift politely and with respect. And he said, I have come here for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this was the level of their sincerity. So we need to check our intentions at all times. That how can we rectify our intentions? intentions are something to do with the heart. There's no gauge. There's no uh, barometer. There's no instrumentation panel to check what is the level of my sincerity. So our ulama say, one of the ways of checking the level of our sincerity is to see that our private actions match our public actions. That how I read salah in public, will I read salah in the privacy of my room in the same way? Will it be the same or not? So this is one of the yardsticks and barometers to check the level of our sincerity. And then also after we do an action, we have to beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for acceptance of that action. Because we do not know whether any action is accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or rejected by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless each and every one of us. It may be a very simple thing, a very simple topic, but it's a great topic indeed. And the concluding ayat of Surah Al-Kahf are very scary and very frightening. And it's a day of Jumu'ah. And it's, it's necessary that we stress upon each and every person in every Jumu'ah bayan that recites Surah Al-Kahf. It is a insulation from what we are seeing around us. We are living at the end of times, it seems. From all the, the signs of Qiyamah that are unraveling, like how Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, that when that bead, when that string of beads will be broken, it's like one bead falling after. It's the, the, we are spending our days and nights in anxiety that what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? It's like grey clouds are looming over us. And it's the time when iman has become such that it's very delicate. That Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said a person will have iman in the morning. That yusrihi mu'minan aw yumsi kafir. That in the evening he won't be a mu'min. He won't have iman in the evening. And a person will have iman in the evening and in the morning he'll be a kafir. We are living in that era when there's a fluctuation of iman to such a level. People utter such things, say such things, that can just take us out of the fold of iman, out of the fold of Islam. So one of the insulations in this time, in this Dajjali, the, the onset of the Dajjali fitna that we can see. One is Dajjal's emergence and one is his system prior to his emergence, the preamble to his arrival. One of the things we need to do is become very, very punctual with, with the recitation of Surah Al Kahf on the day of Jumu'ah, and if we cannot recite the entire surah, at least come as come we recite the first ten ayat and the last ten ayat of the surah. But preferably recite the entire surah. Not only us, but also stress on our family members that each and every one of them and each every each and every child in our homes also must recite Surah Al Kahf, which will become an installation for our iman, insha'Allah. The fitna of Dajjal will not only affect the living, it will affect the dead as well. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa explained how Dajjal will make a person emerge from the qabr by the permission of Allah. And a person who died with Iman will then utter kufr, Allah save us, Allah save us. The most valuable things are our Iman. And Iman is interlinked with ikhlas and sincerity. Our, our sincerity can be a means of our jannat or jahannam. If Allah rejects our deeds, that were done as a form of shirk, of impressing others, that is ascribing partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then those deeds will be rejected. Allah protect us. Allah bless each and every one of us with ikhlas and sincerity. Make us from the mukhliseen. It's a dua we should be constantly making to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Allah bless me with sincere intention in everything I do. Bless me with ikhlas. Oh Allah, Ya Allah correct my intention, if my, inten- if my intention goes off the cause and the path he said assalamu alaykum